0: Hello, friends, and welcome to Sleep Tight Stories. Happy belated birthday to Maya, who turned 11 on October 13th. Happy belated birthday to Annika Medrano, who is a second grader at Paseo Point Dual Language Academy in Levine, Arizona, that loves tumbling and soccer. She turned seven on October 17th. And happy belated birthday to Ryland Heller in Nebraska, who turned 12 on October 22nd. Happy birthday to Finley Rose from Montague, Prince Edward Island, who is turning seven on October 23rd. Love Mom, Dad, Miles, and Poncho the Cat. Happy birthday to Lucas from Velburg, Germany, who is turning four on October 23rd. Happy birthday to Brielle from Madison, Wisconsin, who is turning seven on October 24th. Happy birthday to Sloan from Milwaukee, Wisconsin, who is turning seven on October 24th. Happy birthday to Claire from Vienna, Virginia, who has a birthday on October 26th, from your mom, dad, big sister Charlotte, and the dog Bash. They all love you to pieces and are so excited about your otter-themed seventh birthday. Happy birthday to Tanner from Seville, Australia, who is turning six on October 27th. Mom... Dad, Mason, Ava, and Rusty love you. Happy birthday to Jack, who is turning seven on October 28th. Happy birthday to Carolina Gonzalez, who is turning six on October 24th. Your parents, Eric and Caroline, and your big brother, Derek, love you immensely. And happy birthday to Rachel from Danville, California. You are a great pianist. Keep practicing. We hope you have a great birthday. Love Mom, Dad, Lena, and Scratchy Bunny. Happy birthday to you all. I hope you have a wonderful day. Shoutouts and birthday wishes are one way we give thanks to our supporters. If you would like to support us and receive more bedtime entertainment like this, all ad-free, please visit our support page at sleeptightstories.org support. Thank you. It was going to be a spooky day at school, and Bernice was super excited. The kids were dressing up and having a party. Bernice gets her costume finished and takes a picture with Cookie to show her friends. When the day is over and she's getting ready for bed, she asks Papa Bear to tell her a spooky story, but to make sure it is not too spooky, as it is time for her to go to sleep, and she is tired. Papa Bear says, Okay, and starts his story. Papa Bear tells Bernice another not so spooky story. Today was a spooky day at Bernice's school and she was super excited. All the kids would dress up in their favorite characters or scary costumes and there would be a party and a special spooky lunch. The whole morning would be devoted to creating the costumes led by the art teachers. Then in the afternoon, there would be ghost stories and performances. Bernice wanted to get a head start on her costume because she wanted to help the other kids and because she wanted Papa Bear to take her picture. The most important part of her costume was going to be Cookie, her cat, and she wasn't old enough to come to school yet. So she wanted a picture to show Bobby and her friends. After Mama Bear put the finishing touches on her makeup, Bernice walked into her bedroom where Cookie was still having a nap on her bed. But when she saw Bernice, she seemed a little bit scared. Cookie, it's me. You don't need to be scared. I know I look super scary with this costume on, but even though I look different on the outside, I'm still me on the inside, Bernice said as she walked towards where Cookie was standing with her back arched up high. Cookie wasn't convinced until Bernice started scratching behind her ears. And then... She wasn't scared anymore. See, Cookie, it's me, your bestest friend. Who else knows how to rub your ears like I do? I'm going to take you downstairs with me if that's okay, because I want Papa to take my picture, and you are a super important part of my costume this year. Cookie replied with a purr. Bernice picked up Cookie and silently and slowly walked down the stairs to the first floor of her house. She wanted to surprise Papa Bear. Walking into the kitchen, Bernice loudly cast her spell. Bubble, bubble, toy cauldron stir. Add a cookie crumb. Hear the magic purr. Mysteries of the deep. Feathers so light turn this moment into pure delight. Wiggly worms and cookies so neat. With our spell, they dance to a mystical beat. Whispers of the wind, shadows taking flight. Giggles and chuckles light up the night. Cookies that crunch, cookies that gleam. Sprinkle in magic to make dreams beam. By the power of the stars, twinkly and bright, may our magic moments shimmer with light. After twirling her magic wand, Bernice said, I put a spell on you, Papa. Wow, what happens now, spooky witch? Do I turn into a large pumpkin? Papa Bear asked. No. My spell book says that this spell means that the cookie jar will never be empty. And maybe that the smell of cookies will follow you wherever you go, Bernice said with a smile. Phew, that's good news. I was worried for a moment. I thought I couldn't bake special spooky cookies today because I was a pumpkin, Papa Bear said with a laugh. I would never cast a spell like that, Papa. "'Spooky cookies are too important,' Bernice said, laughing. "'Can you take my picture? "'I want to have a picture of my costume with Cookie. "'She is an important part of my costume, "'but she can't come to school with me today.' "'Sure. "'Mama Bear asked me to take your picture "'before she went for her run. "'Why don't you come into my study "'and stand in front of the bookcase?' It will make it look like the witch is standing in front of her library full of magic spells. Bernice stood in front of the bookcase, petting Cookie, who had fallen asleep in her arms. Your costume looks really great, Bernice, Papa Bear said as he took her picture. Yeah, I think so. I made it all by myself, but with Mama's help, of course. She helped me sew and did my makeup. I'm still not an expert at doing those things. Well, I think you did a super job, Papa Bear said, as he took the final few pictures. I made some honey cakes this morning for you. Why don't you have a seat while I put some on the table? Thank you, Papa. Joining Bernice at the table with his coffee, Papa Bear asked, So, Why did you change your mind about your costume, little bear? I seem to remember you talking about being a brontosaurus this year. Yeah, that was Bobby's idea. He said he would dress as a T-Rex and I could be the brontosaurus. Though it seemed like a fun idea, I kind of wanted to be the predator. Girls can be the predator too, right? Girls can be anything they want to be. Papa Bear replied. Then, I thought I would be a ghost like last year, but Cookie gave me a great idea. She's very creative. I thought I could be a good witch that casts silly spells and has a magic cat that can talk and cast spells too. That's a great idea, Little Bear and Cookie. Bobby liked the idea, too, though he was a little disappointed. He said he was going to dress up as a warlock and come over here and cast a spell on you for extra cookies. But yesterday, he said he made a new costume with his mama, and you will never guess what he is going to be. You're right, I don't think I can guess, Papa Bear said, bracing himself for the silliness. He is getting dressed up as the poop emoji, Bernice said laughing. He just has to finish some of the coloring during art class this morning. That Bobby. It's getting late, little bear. You need to finish your breakfast so that you can catch the bus to school. You wouldn't want to miss this special day. Yeah, it's going to be super fun, Bernice said as she stuffed a whole honey cake into her mouth raced to the sink to wash her face and hands and ran to the door to get dressed for outside ha 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 you certainly are an excited little spooky witch Bernice couldn't answer because her mouth was still full and she had to put on her sneakers the witch she was dressed as wore white sneakers with splatters of color paint on them bye papa Bye, Cookie. My bus is here. That night, after eating far too many pumpkin-spiced cookies and a big dinner with lots of fresh vegetables, because Mama Bear said she needed to eat something healthy today, Bernice liked vegetables, but she preferred cookies, even though she knew they were just a treat. Bernice was spending extra time washing, because she was covered in makeup, paint, and sticky stuff in her hair. You certainly had a great day, little bear. You were so excited when you got home, we hardly had time to talk. Yeah, it's sometimes hard to talk when you are excited and have a plate of super yummy cookies to eat. But we tried, Papa. Haha, <laughs> yes, we did. Are you ready to get cozy in bed? I did my routine, Papa, but my stomach still feels a little bit giggly, so I think I will need a story. Bobby says he was going to stay up all night reading ghost stories or something. I think Bobby will likely sleep at just about the same time as you are, if he can wash off all the brown paint from his face. (laughs) Ha <laughs> ha, yeah, the art teacher was a little upset at him for putting brown paint all over himself, but Bobby said it was for his art. His poop costume was very popular, Papa, almost as popular as Gertrude's cat costume. Gertrude and I even teamed up for some photos for the school website. She was the magical cat, and I was the magical witch. I'm glad you had a great day. Can you tell me a story tonight, Papa? A Boo Boo and Kai Kai story? Well, we could try a spooky one. I don't know, little bear. Are you sure you want a spooky story before bed? Hmm, you're right, Papa. Maybe just a tiny bit spooky and not super spooky. Okay. Okay. Are you comfy and warm? Yes, Papa. How about Twigga, Wolfie, and Madeline? Are they ready for a story, too? I think they are. How about you, Cookie? Are you ready for a story, too? Cookie was already asleep beside Bernice and all her other friends. Okay, give me a big hug and a kiss, and I'll tell you a short, short, spooky story. Thank you, Papa. Once upon a time, in a world full of magic and fun, there lived a brave little bear named Boo Boo. She lived in a large castle at the edge of a mystical forest. In this forest were unicorns, fairies, pixies, gnomes, and all manner of insects, birds, and animals. It was a wonderful place. Her best friend was a young dragon called Kai-Kai, and they liked to play as much as they could. The kingdom they lived in was full of people who lived in the meadows, those who lived in the hills, and those who lived in the forest. And they all lived in harmony. On this day, Boo-Boo and Kai-Kai were at Bixie's cottage where he was going to tell all his after-school students a story. A spooky story. Kai Kai leaned over to whisper in Boo Boo's ear. I don't like super scary stories. I might get scared. I'm just here for the spicy hot drinks Bixie said he would share, and the sweets. Kai Kai, you are a big dragon. What could you be scared of? You would be surprised, Kai Kai said sheepishly. Don't worry, it's not going to be scary. Bixie doesn't have a scary bone in his body. Okay, did everyone get a hot drink and some cookies before Kai Kai finished them? Bixie said laughing to the group that had gathered in the special clearing near his cottage where he held his classes. Kai-Kai's face couldn't turn red, but it would be blazing red if it could. All right then, I will start our story. I will first start with a short one that I told the young ones many years ago. And maybe later, for you older kids, I will tell a tale so spooky that you will be shaking in your hooves. Bixie Started In the heart of our mystical forest, in a special place where the trees whispered secrets and the river sang lullabies, my grandmother's cottage stood as a beacon of warmth. On one evening, creatures from every corner of the forest gathered at her hearth, eager for spooky tales of all kinds. It was a collaborative story time with everybody contributing a tale or two. Some were super scary, some were heartwarming, and some were just plain spooky. But each of these eerie tales always ended with the spooky echo of a loud, ghostly, and scary boo. Madrigal, a unicorn with blue stripes and a silver mane, listened in wonder. But beneath that wonder was a little bit of envy. I wish I could be as scary as these stories, he whispered. Madrigal might not have been the fastest unicorn in the forest, but he had a great imagination. Everyone liked him because of this and because he was so kind. Lyra, overhearing Madrigal's whisper, said, Why not give it a try, Maddie? Encouraged by the idea, Madrigal made a quick decision and announced for all to hear. I shall host a moonlit spooky party, and there, I'll unveil my most ghostly self. Everyone was excited because they felt that Madrigal's ideas were usually fun, and if there was a party, there would be many treats to eat and all of the creatures of the mystic forest liked treats. In the days that followed, Madrigal's friends helped him as much as they could. He wanted to do more than just prepare a story. He wanted to look the part too. The fairies lent him cloaks sprinkled with starlight. The pixies taught him spells to create mystical globes. And the young gnomes, with their intellect, crafted him a haunting mask. But despite all these efforts, every time Madrigal attempted a boo, it resonated more like a soft lullaby than a ghostly spooky wail. The night of the party was amazing. Creatures dressed in costumes danced under the cover of the forest. Fireflies flitted about, casting multicolored light. And there were more treats than all could possibly eat, except for the dragons, who, like today, have an unlimited appetite. Everyone turned and laughed at Kai Kai, who was a bit embarrassed again. Boo Boo just laughed. Bixie continued. Then came the moment everyone was waiting for. Madrigal stepped into the moonlit clearing, shining like a transparent ghost in his cloak and mask. Drawing a deep breath, he mustered all his courage and told a spooky story of ghosts tricking unicorns and pixies getting treats from the dragons. Until at the end of the story he let out his version of Boo. Instead of a haunting sound, the forest was filled with a beautiful melody that made the pixie magic blink and the chocolate trees sway in a gentle rhythm. For a moment, there was silence. Then, a wave of giggles could be heard in the crowd. Madrigal, blushing a shade of lavender, hung his head, certain he had failed in his ghostly quest. But my grandmother, in all her wisdom, approached the disappointed unicorn. Madrigal, she began, you might not have scared us, but you did something even more magical. You've enchanted us. Lucas the fairy fluttered close, her wings leaving a trail of sparkles. She is right. I've never heard such a spell before. It was beautiful. Lyra grinned, adding, Your boo was the highlight of the party. It was uniquely madrigal. Madrigal looked around, feeling happy with what he had accomplished. I suppose being oneself is the most magical thing of all, he said. As dawn painted the sky with hues of pink and gold, the creatures of the forest, still enchanted by Madrigal's unique voice, danced and ate until their parents called out their names. With a contented sigh, Madrigal trotted back to his corner of the woods, his silver mane catching the light. The stories of ghosts and ghouls might still enchant him, but he now knew that his own magic, though different, was just as nice. Then Kai, Kai let out a great big sigh of relief. He had been holding his breath through the whole story. Are you okay, Kai-Kai? Bixie asked. Yes, I was worried that you would tell a really spooky story and that I would be scared. Oh, Kai-Kai, you are as unique as Madrigal, the unicorn in my story. But if you like, I could tell you a truly scary tale about the monster in the pond. Um, no. I think I need to be going. I hear my father calling me. All the young creatures who gathered around to hear Bixie's stories laughed. And with that, Papa Bear gave Bernice a kiss on her forehead, adjusted her blanket, turned off her lamp, and quietly whispered, Boo. I love you, Cookie. I love you, little bear. And that is the end of our story. Good night. Sleep tight.